What is up, guys? Welcome to The Real Build. I'm your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder. What I'm going to be doing with this show is actually showing you guys what exactly you need to look for prior to buying, building, selling, or even renting a home. I'm going to bring in some of the top people in the industry so we can dive deeper into discussion about these topics and really give you guys the tools you need to learn and know prior to making one of the biggest purchases of your lifetime. So with that being said, guys, welcome to The Real Build. What is up, guys? Welcome to The Real Build. I am your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder. And today I am doing a solo episode of The Real Build. And I was actually going to have a, uh, an interview that I was going to that I recently did with a guest, but I'm going to hold that off till next week. Uh, the reason being is because I've been dealing with a lot of customers lately, and and they've been kind of you know obviously a, a lot of people like to shop, they like to shop builders and so on. So I thought you know. And I, and as you guys know too, I do real estate as well. And I recently just had a customer or client of mine that I was helping. Obviously, I acquired a lot for him. So I, I sold him an empty lot. And with us, as far as us being a custom builder, they didn't really have the budget to build with us. So they were looking more to be in the lower end, more of a production home type deal, which we do not do. We were a custom home builder and and they, long story short, they, they really could not uh, budget to build with us. But I was still happy to help them find a lot because as you guys know, I am a real estate broker. That is my other, that is my other business that I do. So anyway, they started shopping lower end uh, builders. And, and I gave them my recommendation of one that's been around Marco Island for a long time. Very good reputation. Trustworthy. Does more of a production home. And when I mean production home, it's more... Um, you know, let's limit the selections. Basically, here's what you get. What you see is what you get type builder, you know, and you there's, I'm sure you guys, a lot of you guys are familiar with that. Uh, they do a little bit lower end. You don't really get as much choice. This is the three choices of tiles that you get. Here's the paint colors you can choose from. Here's the granite countertops you can get. And that's what's included in this price. And that's it. If you go outside of that, you're on your own. So anyway, so this customer started shopping builders, you know, in that lower end, and they came to me and they'd ask my advice on some. So this is what prompted this podcast today. I want to actually cover red flags that you need to look for uh, while shopping different builders. Wherever you are, if you see these red flags, do not go with the builder or you should probably really question that builder too. I'm big on research. I tell a lot of people you do need to do your research as much as possible, especially in building a home because you know you're spending a lot of money. It's not cheap to do. So do as much research on these builders as possible. So I wanted to go through a few topics with you guys because this is so important. Instead of doing an interview this week, I wanted to, you know, this has been something that I've been thinking about and it's so important uh, with the process too. And, and so let's get into it a little bit. But first of all, obviously, guys, I don't ask for anything. I don't advertise on this podcast. It's strictly to help you give you as much value as possible. So if you can take you know, two minutes of your time to rank and write a review on Apple and on iTunes for me, uh, this, that'll get this out to a lot more people. 
Obviously, the audience has been growing week by week, which I'm very thankful for. And shout out to all the people that listen in other countries as well. I appreciate you guys uh, for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And shout out to everybody that listens to this podcast. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you as far as what to look for in the construction and real estate industries. And I'm happy to do it. I want to give you guys as much value as possible. So with that being said, let's get into some red flags here. One of the biggest ones, and I've brushed on this a bunch of times, is lower cost. You know, If somebody's lower cost by far than a lot of other builders. So in my town, I have there's a specific builder. I'm not going to mention names, but they are very, very low cost compared to the competition. So a lot of people are attracted to that because a lot of people see lower numbers and they automatically, they're price driven and that's who they go with is the cheap, cheapest builder. I've preached you guys on this show. That's not the right move to make. You can't just look at a number. You got to look at everything. So there's a, a certain builder that's by far lower and they're offering incentives too, which is another thing I'll tell you, talk about later on. But they're probably like $100 a square foot less than their competition, $80 a square foot less. So that's a red flag. That's a huge red flag. So how are they doing this? How are they getting to be so much cheaper than their competition that's building the similar style house? Well, they're cutting corners somewhere. And people don't think about this stuff too. And it's so important that, you know, all right, I'm going to see, let's say, I don't know where your markets are, but I'm going to talk about my market. If they're coming in at 259 a square foot and their comp- closest competition's coming in at three, uh, let's say 325 a foot, there's a big gap there. So how are they getting to that gap is the question. So you guys need to think about these things and say, okay, they're that much apart. Well, what are they cutting corners on? Where are they taking out of? That's a huge thing. You know, are they downgrading the insulation? Are they downgrading my tile? Where are their subcontractors coming from? You know, they're paying cheaper subcontractors are paying for cheaper label. Are these guys licensed? There's so many factors that, you know, they can be doing. Where are their subs coming from? Are they coming local? Are they coming from across the coast? You know, that's another thing. Am I going to get my warranties honored? You know, usually the, most builders offer a one-year full, full coverage warranty. Well, are they going to honor that warranty? So that's a big red flag if you are saving $80 a square foot compared to the nearest competition that has been around for a long time too. And that's a major factor too. How long have they been around? So that's something you need to look at. That's a big red flag is if they're way lower than the competition, I'd uh, start asking some serious questions. Another thing, if you're shopping builders, drive around by their job sites. You don't have to get out and go on them. Just drive around and look. Look if there's unmarked vans, unmarked trucks, stuff like that. Because... Um, I've seen that with a lot of these less expensive builders that they they hire labor that doesn't have any that doesn't have any affiliation with the company. They're unlicensed, and that's a no-no, especially in the state of Florida, or probably in any state to be exact. So, if there's unmarked vehicles, you know, if they have certain concrete companies, and I've seen this, and I'm seeing it now because there's a lot of building going on in my 
where I'm at in Marco Island and the Naples area, there's a lot of building. And I'm seeing, you know, some of these contractors coming in, even for concrete, and they got they they just have guys on the job site, but no trucks at all. So that's kind of a red flag question mark too. So that was my second red flag there. Another thing as far as job sites, if you're shopping builders, a major thing you guys should do is check the job sites, make sure they're clean. If there's stuff all over these job sites, scattered all around, the dumpsters are overflowing, the you know, they got weeds growing everywhere. Uh, you know, they got debris all around the exterior of the job. Nothing's clean. If you go inside the job, if you're, you're not supposed to be walking around them, but if you do, um, you know, and, and you see garbage everywhere, all over the floor, wood, sod, sod cut up wood all over the place. It's a red flag. I mean, we're big on cleanliness and and job site cleaning right now we're in the process we're about to hire another laborer that is strictly going to be job site cleaning uh he's going to go from house to house throughout the whole entire week once he finishes one he goes to the next and it's a continuous cycle and a continuous circle where it's he is always cleaning the jobs we have a laborer now he does a mix of everything but i want one specific just for job site cleanliness because it's so important for safety reasons to our clients and it makes us look that much better as a builder and that's the way we have always been too so that's one thing to look for too another thing guys and i've dealt with this and these guys can do it and there and there's not it's not you know nothing against them but one man show builders so if you're dealing with a custom home and the builder's a one man show he's got he's the only one doing everything within the build that's a problem. Now, the reason I say it's a problem, and, and there's nothing, like I said, nothing against them, but it's probably more than likely going to slow down the process. Um, obviously, they're going to be less expensive because they don't have the overhead like a company like we. We have six employees on our staff, but which is considerably amount. Of, I mean, there's some builders with hundreds of people on their staff. Uh, but with us, we're doing averaging about eight, eight homes at a time, all custom, six employees on our staff, everybody else is subcontracted, but I have a staff I need to pay. So to pay that staff, you know, our markup's probably going to be a little bit more because we have more overhead than the one-man show that is doing everything, including paperwork, permitting. Uh, they're doing all the selections. They're, doing, they're basically sending you out on your own to make your own selections, coming back, and they're applying it to the build. So, I mean, if you want the full-on process, okay, you know, that's not good with a one-man show because more than likely he's going to take longer too. I'm actually bidding against one right now. He's well lower than, or he's way lower than us. I can't compete with him. I told the, the guy that I'm bidding for, the customer that I'm bidding the plans for this, and I don't know if he's going to go with the num- if he's a number guy and he wants to go with the number and the low man that's that's his choice. So anyway, one man show builders that's something that you need to look at. Ask how many people are on their staff and so on. Um, this is a huge one, and and this one drives me crazy is when new builders lie about their numbers. So they actually, you know, they let's say there's. Uh, there's, I'll use an example local here. There's a builder that uh, he's been building for two years now, but tells people that he has been building for 
you know, they, oh, we've been down here for 20 years. And then they tell people that we've built 25 or we built 200 houses in the area or something like that, most in Naples, whatever. That's a lie. You're lying to people. So what I actually do is I tell them, I tell people, I go, if you're shopping builders, that's fine. Just make sure they have a reputation. They've been around. I actually show people, I have a map in our model home that I show all the houses that we have built. They're all on a map. They're all pinned out. You can see each and every place within Marco Island. And then we've also built in Naples as well. But I show people, this is what we built. We've been around for a long time. I'm second generation in the company. We're not going anywhere. A lot of these new builders, they come and go, come and go. For you know, The reason they do is because they undercut everybody. They can't keep up. They get busy. Rob, Peter, pay Paul. And then they're gone. You know, when things slow down, they can't keep up, you know, and then, you know, and I've seen it a million times. They start with small homes and then they get greedier and greedier and go into the bigger homes, but they're still undercutting us on custom bigger homes. So, and, and it stinks because the people that end up going with them, you know, because they want to go cheaper, they get hurt in then because these guys disappear never to be seen. They have problems with their house and then they're calling me later on saying, yep, should have listened to you or can you come fix this? So, you know, that's one thing too, is lying about their numbers. Make sure they actually have built uh, in the area. Make sure, ask them if you can go see past projects, ask them if you, if they have contacts that you can contact from past homes that you have built. I got a lot of them. I'm more than willing to give people my contacts uh, from past builds and let people talk to them. I'm more than willing to do that. So any other builder should as well. Um, Another thing, overpromise and underdeliver. So, you know, these builders can show you the Taj Mahal, but, you know, are you really getting what they are saying they're giving you? You know, a lot of builders have pretty models. Let's put it that way. A lot of builders have, are going to show you, you know, the nicest model home possible, everything they can do. That's the whole point of a model. But are you getting everything in that house for the price they're actually saying? Are you getting the subcontractors that built that model or are you getting cheaper subcontractors? These are questions you need to ask. So, you know, if you, let's say, go into a model home, you're building 2,300 square feet, you ask that agent that's in the model or the sales rep that's in the model, how much for everything in here? They tell you, and these are just rough numbers, uh, but they tell you, okay, this is 650000 to build with everything you see in it okay, let's, let's sign up this and that. And then you start the build process and then you're getting secondhand things. You're getting um, stuff that you didn't even see in that model home. It doesn't look right. It's different. That's a problem. That's a red flag. So you need to do your research. You need to have everything up front before you, you commit to building that home you want them to list it out. You want a detailed feature sheet given to you that you sign and they sign showing and stating the exact things that you are going to get in that home. You know, because I've seen this a million times and, you know, overpromise, underdeliver. That's how they get you. Yeah, you can have all this beautiful stuff for this price and then you go and build and they're using different subcontractors that are cheaper. And guess who gets screwed? You. So that's one thing to really look at. And this, all this stuff that I'm telling you guys really ask, you need to ask, you need to ask the right questions. And that's why I'm here to help you too. 
Um, another thing, research, research, re- research. In the state of Florida, I'm sure everywhere else, you can look up if there's any civil lawsuits or anything like that against that contractor. So if there's lawsuits against that contractor, lawsuits that have been filed by customers, not so much subs, but by customers, uh, that's a problem. So you can find all this information out. You know, if a subcontractor sued the builder, that's between the subcontractor and the builder, probably for uh, something with money or a problem that he had with the subcontractor. That subcontractor didn't produce the right work that was required. But if a, if some, if a client is suing the builder, red flags all over it. More than likely, that client suing the builder because he was under, he was overpromised, underdelivered. And then the builder's not coming back to honor certain things, not honoring their warranty, not doing the things that the builder should be doing per the contract agreement that both parties had. So look, at, you can find all this stuff out. I mean, that's, that's one thing I highly recommend is look at this stuff because there's a lot of these less expensive builders. You're going to find some lawsuits. With us, we've been around over 25 years, not one suit. But with all, a lot of these other builders, and I've looked it up, there's a lot of pending lawsuits. And these builders are getting away with a lot of things. So do your research. Uh, time frames. This is another one. I love this one because I get it all the time. I am very, very honest with our time frames because I'm not going to rush a house. I'm not going to you know, speed up the delivery of a house to, set up, you know, to make a client happy and make clients move date. I tell the clients, this is the day we're going to close. The reason being is because we have an extensive punch-out system that we honor and we want it done right. We don't want subcontractors in and out of the house while you are moving in because you're going to be stressed, we're going to be stressed, and it's not going to be a good situation. Let us punch out the house, do it the right way. We do two rounds of it. Uh, We do two rounds of cleaning, and then we do the final walkthrough with you, and that's it. So with time frames, the one thing that drives me crazy, I just actually had a real life example. The guy goes, how long will it take you to build this house? 4,600 square foot house, may I add. Florida, it takes a long time to build down here in Southwest Florida. And if you're familiar with the building down here, uh, we're all concrete built. They're basically like mini commercial buildings and we sit on top of pilings and so on. So on average, a 4,600 square foot house up north would probably take about a year if that. Here, it takes about 18 months. So the customer goes to me, how long till you can finish my house? And I said, 18 months. And he goes, wow. I go, why? What's everybody else? He goes, all the other builders are telling me 12. And I was like, all right, well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, If they can do it in 12 months, I'll pay you a hundred bucks. And he's like, oh, well, that's what they're saying. I go, they're saying that to get your business. It's a realtor inside an office telling you the wrong information. Does a realtor get in trouble for that? Or does a salesperson? Maybe, but more than likely not. I'm actually involved in the company, so I'm going to tell you the true deadline, which is going to be 18 months. If you think you can get it done in 12, go with that other builder because it's not we're not going to be able to, and good luck. They won't be able to either. You know, I'm honest, and there's a lot of builders that'll lie about time frames just to get the job. And I actually had that happen to me where I actually got the guy the lot, came down a time frame. He wanted to be in by December uh, so he can have his family in for Christmas. And I told him I can't get it done till February. 
So what did he do? He went with another builder that promised, over-promised, under-delivered. Once again, that's going to keep coming up. But went with this other builder. Uh, this builder that also undercut us by $25,000 to entice him even more. So he goes with this other builder and does not even get into his house officially till May. And then uh, it drug out too and where he got into lawsuits with him. He called me. I still have the message to this day saying, Bill, I should have listened to you. He, you know, we would have been much happier. We would have got in our home a lot faster. I'm sorry. If you ever need me to, if you ever bid against a certain builder, please have the people call me and I will tell them to go with you. So what's telling the truth get me? I have him for the rest now forever um, for him to help me whenever I bid against that builder because I was honest. And he even said, I appreciate your honesty as well. So you know, timeframes are huge. And I mean, it's something you really have to watch out for because a lot of builders will try to tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, we can get it done. We can get it done way faster, but they can't. I mean, we've been established for 20, over 25 years. We have consistent with our subs. We pay them like gold. Who are they going to do work for first? That established builder or the new John, you know, Doe off the street that just moved in or just came into the town and now is building houses. So things to look at. That's a red flag right there. I, I brushed on this one a little bit. No references. If they have no references or if they just have one or two to give you, come on. When people ask me for references, I usually give them a list of 10 and they're shocked when I do that. But I'd rather over deliver. You know what I mean? So Because I know those 10 references will justify us being a great builder. They will back us up. So I give them even more than what they ask. So if a builder doesn't have any references... That's a problem. That's a red flag. If they only have two references, that's a problem. That's a red flag because they're probably finding their two best, happiest customers that they first built for. And there's probably 15 others that are pissed off that would never refer them ever. So get more than two. Get as many as you can. That's my advice on that one. I'm more than willing to give a lot. Every other builder should be as well. If they're a good builder, you know, here, have 15 references. So ask as much as you possibly can on that. Um, building contracts is another one. So this, this was kind of tied into that feature sheet, like I said. So before you go to the build, you should know exactly what you're getting. So we do a very, very detailed spec sheet that literally lists out every single thing that's going to be involved in that house room by room. Every single room is covered so people can see, okay, this is what I'm getting in this room. This is what I'm getting in this room. This is what I'm getting. So... So if a builder doesn't have something like that, that's a red flag. But then their contract too. read their contract, take it to an attorney. Our contract's been to probably every local attorney in the area. They somehow changed something just to act like they've done something. But, you know, no offense to the local attorneys. They're all great, but they've all seen our contract. They've been through it. They've seen it. And our contract covers us big time, but it also covers the homeowner. So you want to be covered. So just, I know contracts are time consuming. You know, most of them are. Ours is, ours is multiple pages. But if it's a short contract, big red flag right there. So no matter what, take that contract to a local attorney, have them review it, make sure you are covered and the builder can't just leave you in the dust high and dry because there's so many builders that will do that. Times are nuts down here. And I'm sure in certain areas, because a lot of people are building and trying to trying to move and come down to Florida right now. And I'm sure it's the same in other places. So just read the contract, 
this is important stuff because a lot of people are in the process of building or looking to build. They bought lots. So just listen to me on this one, guys. Um, another thing, high pressure sales tactics. This one drives me crazy. So I deal with majority of our sales. I have another guy, Max, who's with me that helps out too and sits our model home as well. But I deal with majority of the sales. I close all our deals and so on. So when I have a sa actual sales meeting, you know, I'm the only one there. I just, I walk, I answer the questions. I walk through with the people. I don't pressure them. You know, I don't need to be over top of them or overwhelming. I let them make their decision based on the quality product that we produce. And I preach and tell and show and touch everything and showcase what exactly we can do. But I tell them how it is too. I'm open and honest as a salesperson. I always tell people, this is where we're going to be as a builder. And this is where whoever the competition is, is going to be. So these are things I don't pressure people into going with us. I'm not constantly hounding them to go with us. If they like me and they like our product, they're going to go with us. And that's the thing. And I'm very good at selling our product because I really have a passion for what we do as a builder. And that shows big time every time I sell. So if you're in a sales place and there's three salesmen or four salesmen there at, at the meeting because you called in and they're all following you around and so on, it's, it's uncomfortable. You know, you don't want to be pressured into anything. Most people don't. I, I even said in the past about when I was buying a, a bedroom set, like, you know, going into a furniture store, who did I go with? I went with the lady that stood back. It was the final store I went to. She stood back, said, hey, I'll be over here. You have any questions, please come over and ask. Uh, I'll let you guys kind of look and browse and then we'll go from there. Not the person I had people following me, side eyeing me. You know, this guy felt like I was in, you know, this guy's popping out behind the store, scared the crap out of me. And then this other, you know, then he's, you see his, his eyes are just locked on you and you know, it's a lot of you guys know what I'm talking about when you go to and that people don't like that. They don't like to be pressured. They don't like, you know, somebody constantly following them. They, they like to be left alone and make their own decisions sometime. And we're there as salespeople to guide them too, because, you know, obviously in houses, it's different. You want to explain your product, but when there's four people there explaining the product, that's way too overbearing. So that's a red flag right there. Uh, lack of knowledge about the process. This is a huge one. So if they don't know about the process and you guys need to ask them, if you're looking to buy a house or build a house, you need to ask them how the process is done. You know, I'm able to explain to each and every one of my customers step-by-step step of how the process is going to be done from buying the lot to final CO on the house until after that with the warranty and the long-term relationship that I'm trying to provide after that too for the next five, 10 years, however long they're in that house. So if they can't tell you the process from start to finish, that's a red flag. You know, they should be able to tell you how the house is built, what the process is all about, how plans are going to, how long planning is going to be, how long permitting is going to be, how long the actual build is going to be, how long, uh, you know, from when they get in, how long the warranty is, what the warranty covers. They should be able to tell you everything. If they can't tell you everything and they say, I need to ask somebody or whatever, you know, if they say they got to ask somebody, that's good. At least they're going to ask, make sure they do. But if they can't answer and they give you some world wraparound answer or, or long answer that doesn't make any sense, it's a red flag. So just make sure they are knowledgeable of the process as much as possible. Uh, 
somebody not giving you change orders too. Here's another red flag. Um, you know, there's, and this is kind of during the build too, uh, or I'd ask about it, you know, prior. So if you prior to even signing with that builder, how do you handle change orders? Because some of these builders might not give you change orders and they might build them up and say, no, it's fine. I'll do it. I know a specific builder that does this because I actually asked a guy, I go, how's the change orders and everything coming? He goes, I haven't had one yet. You know, I kind of just tell the builder what I want and he puts it in the house. So the builder's doing that for free, I guess, you know, or is he going to compile everything at the end and hit you with a giant bill that you weren't expecting? So ask how they do change orders, because obviously being in custom homes, you're going to have a lot of different changes, different changes of once you see the structure going up, all right, maybe we should change this. Or once you walk, do, once we do that electrical walkthrough, maybe this, we should move this, uh, you know, this um, can light over to here and, or add a outlet here, or add cable here. So you're going to have change orders. That's part of this process. Just make sure you learn how the builder's handling them. So you're not getting surprised down the road and it turns into an argument or a future lawsuit uh, as well. So just check in stuff like that as well. Lower grade materials, you know, check the jobs. I recommend if you are shopping builders, see what they're using. Uh, a lot of these builders are using lower grade materials. A lot of the stuff that you're not seeing behind the walls is lower grade. Like we use a foam board for our insulation, which is more expensive than the foil insulation. So uh, there's other builders that are doing bat up in the attic for insulation and we use spray foam. So they're cutting costs somewhere. And this was kind of off the very first one about the lower cost builder. They're cutting the cost somewhere. You just have to see where. And that's where I come in and what I'm trying to do with this podcast and my videos. Go check out my videos on YouTube. Go check out my Facebook. I constantly post stuff my LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Bill Ryman. So just go check my social media out. I'm constantly sh- trying to teach you guys what to look for in this process because it's so, so important. And not a lot of people do this. I mean, and, and, and that's why I feel like I'm here doing this podcast and doing it for free just to give you guys information and help you guys with this process because I'm so passionate about it. I'm so passionate about being, you know, doing it right and being a good builder as well. So, you know, if you want more information, go check out some of those videos guys, but that's one thing to look for is lower grade materials. And, and how do you assess that? Okay, well go touch the cabinets, go, go look at the flooring they're using, go look at the roof tile and the name and then research it or go look at, you know, how they're doing their concrete or are they pouring concrete decks in the back by the pools or, or go look at how their, their insulation once again, and, and how they're uh, doing their paint, go look at their paint too. I mean, some of these builders hired cheap painters and you can tell, I mean, feel the baseboard after it was supposed to be sprayed and it's like sandpaper because there's sand and everything. They sprayed right over base without cleaning it. Those are things to look at. Look at their closets. Look at, you know, what materials are they using? Faucets, fixtures, fan, you know, fans. Like, look at everything and go through and just write it down. Do your research. Because once again, everybody acts like they're in a hurry with this process. It's not a process to hurry on. It's important. So do this. Do your research. I'm telling you. Another thing, I brushed on this a little bit, but unlicensed subcontractors, make sure their subs are licensed. You can ask. I mean, if their subs, if it appears fishy, it more than likely is. If there's guys without trucks and they just drop them off, more than likely that's a red flag as well. 
So look into all this stuff, you know, with these guys, because there's a lot of unlicensed work and, and going on and it's just not right. But they're the ones working on your house. So are they going to come back to work on your house? Probably not. You know, these are things to consider. It's so important. So anyway, guys, that's kind of my podcast for this week. I did. I just really, this was something that was really on my mind. And I really wanted to dive into this with you guys because, you know, there's, there's more too, and I'm happy to help you reach out to me, contact me on social media. If you guys have questions too, I'm, I'm Bill Ryman on Instagram. You can follow me on there. Uh, reach out to me, ask me the questions. I'd love to have some of these featured on my show too. So if you want to message me on Facebook, whatever, uh, I'd love to feature your question on my next episode maybe and discuss some other stuff that maybe you guys have questions on as well. But I really appreciate you guys. This is my show for this week. Red flags and building. Watch out for these things. If you are shopping builders, do as much research as possible. Also, guys, subscribe to my subscribe to my podcast. I really appreciate you. So subscribe, like it, comment, and do rank it, please. Five stars. I really appreciate all you guys that have come out. I think I got like 26 ratings. I need more. So let's get those going. So share it with your friends and family. You guys have been doing great at that. The numbers are constantly continuing to climb. So I really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you all. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Real Build. And guys, if you would just take a little bit of your time to write a review below, I'd really appreciate it. It doesn't take long. Obviously, reviews are going to make this show be heard by more people. And that's what we need. We need to get this out there. So please write a review, share it with your friends and family. And thank you so much for everybody that's listening. And I'll see you guys on the next episode.